There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. And tonight we'll be discussing Episode 5 of Season 1 of Vagrant Queen. And it has officially moved dates and times for playing. This doesn't make me feel good. No. And it didn't get any better in the ratings. Go ahead and lay it on us. All right. Episode 4 brought in a 0.05 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.182 million viewers, making it the 122nd rated cable show for the day. What? You mean people aren't watching shows at 11 o'clock at night? Yeah, imagine that. Yeah, you mean when the news is on and everyone's getting ready for bed? Huh, I'm so surprised. Yeah, that was sarcasm. I'm sure you figured that part out. I like this so much and I'm just so afraid they're killing it. Yeah, I am too. It's just so fun. Yes, it is. Even when bad things happen. Yes. Oh my gosh. And a lot of bad things happen in this episode. I'm going to tell you, before we jump in, at the end, when that reveal happened, my jaw was like on the floor. Yeah. Well, I thought something was up with Isaac the whole episode. He just didn't seem quite right to me. Yeah, but I thought it was something else. I thought it was having to do with like remembering his family. Right. Yeah, because of the flashback. Right. So, yeah, I was still, I was taken aback. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, so let's jump into episode five, Temple of Doom. I love that. Yeah. The team arrive on Wix to unexpected revelations. Betrayal leads to a bloody showdown. Boy, that sounds like, even though that's like really short, I'm like, ooh, that's intriguing. Yes. (laughs) So let's start with one of the many flashbacks we got. I was so excited to get all these flashbacks. Yes. Because I'm like, oh, we're filling in. This is great. So five years ago at Planet Jupiter, you know the one. Yay! (laughs) It's our universe. Yes, our galaxy. (laughs) (laughs) Which I still think that's hilarious. Not your galaxy. But yay, this one is. We see Isaac on a ship orbiting Jupiter and talking to his pregnant wife, Anna, on a tablet. Apparently, we're in space and... We have stuff set up around Jupiter, but we're still using iPads. Right. (laughs) And when was the last time we ever saw Tim Rosen clean shaven? Oh, my gosh. I will (laughs) tell you. I told you it was weird because I had seen him and actually got my picture with him at C2E2 two, three years ago. I can't remember. And he was clean shaven and it was weird. Yeah. And that's why, like... We're used to seeing him more as Doc Holliday from Winona Earp with that big bushy mustache, which is just, I don't know, it just feels like him. Yeah. And then now here, when he's like full beard and, and mustache, it's like, okay, it just feels, it, this sounds so weird because I know nothing about Tim Rosen, but it just, 
to me, because of the way we've seen him, the way I was introduced to him, I guess, it just feels more like Tim. Right. And so with him being completely clean shaven, I'm like, he looks like a baby. (laughs) And I'm wondering, did they do that first and then have him shave? Or did they do this like last? Because I'm trying to think if I've seen any pictures of him and where he is in regards to facial hair. Right. You know, some guys can shave and then like the next day have a full beard, basically. Like, poof. I don't know if Tim's like that, but it looked so strange seeing him like that. Yeah. But you know what? It really did make him look younger and I don't want to say less haggard because I don't feel like he looks haggard. He just looks more weathered. Right. I'm like, does that make sense? I make, I feel like I'm seeing like, man, he he looks like he was ridden hard and put away wet, but that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just but like as a scavenger. With his clean shaven face, you don't see the line. Yeah. Yet in this episode, there were several times where you could see the lines of wear and tear on his face. Yes. Like he's been through a lot. Yes. And that's why I'm like, I feel like that sounds so horrible with him. It could well be all makeup, but still, he looks just the huge transformation from kind of, yeah, like wide-eyed baby-faced lawyer to this scavenger who has been through a lot. Yeah. So I think that was great, the way they did it. And Tim, if you happen to hear this, we are no way saying that you look bad (laughs) because you look amazing. It just such a difference yeah. like it really makes you look like that hardened guy and yeah it doesn't look like it's been five years it looks like it's been 15 years right and well when you're doing everything that he's had to do i'm yeah. sure it feels that way too yep absolutely so let's go back really quick when he's talking to his wife and her screen froze which i thought was funny and he takes a picture and she's like you better not be taking a screenshot of that he's like i would never <laughs> which apparently she said you know what uh remember i seen the pics from when you were drunk on your birthday i'm not dumb yeah and then when she's like i bet you're missing something else and his eyes go wide, and i'm like oh my gosh yes <laughs> what rating is on this and then she picks up a burger after really teasing him massively oh my gosh that was just me. Really, yeah, there for a good 30 <laughs> seconds, you thought something was going to happen here. <laughs> Especially when he's like perking up like, oh, we're okay. The pilot's up there. Nobody else is on the, on yeah. this boat, right? <laughs> Nobody else is going to see this. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, the bite of the burger, though. That's kind of mean. Yes. Especially if he's been living on nothing good and solid. Right. Space rash. And, you know, he's like, I should be home soon. And right when he's telling her that, of course, the pilot's like, oh, yeah, there's been a delay. Like, son of a... No! Yes, absolutely. Well, they're delaying your meeting, and then we gotta hang back because there's a storm over the red spot. Kind of huge. And suddenly, we see something, which it turned out to be... Oh, my gosh, what did they say? Fuel rod storage. I'm like, words, Sean, words. And... Whatever happened, if it was a storm, because they don't exactly tell us, but obviously we're seeing it from his point of view, which he doesn't know, we're not going to know. No. But the fuel rods, like a bunch of them exploded. And so I was wondering, do you think it was something to do with the storm? Or do you think it was sabotage and somehow 
it caused the storm because it ended up being like this perfect storm. Oh, absolutely. With the storm happening and the fuel rods exploding, there's suddenly a wormhole that gets created. Yeah. And it's like, how did this happen? And I just feel like, what are the chances that this was just 100% accidental? I'm thinking not much. Yeah. (laughs) Because... deal he was getting the legal stuff taken care of probably was super important and somebody didn't want it to happen. So yeah, there probably was some sabotage there. Now, did they realize that it would create a wormhole? Probably not, but... He did manage to get his helmet on. The pilot's like, you need to hurry up and put your helmet on. Now, from what I gathered, too, this wasn't like any kind of deep space kind of ship he was on. It was almost like... Transport. Yeah, I I was going to say a puddle jumper because I'm thinking stuff. (laughs) Where basically, yeah, from like the big ship to the port you were going to. So like a little taxi. So it was obviously pretty small. The pilot, I was going to say, woke up dead. Well, Isaac wakes up and the pilot's dead. And it's like, this doesn't look right. Where the hell are we? And there's just debris everywhere. And his helmet's busted. So I'm thinking, great. Even if he knew anything about trying to fix something, he can't go out and do it. Right. And next thing we know, we see two weeks later and he's sitting there eating. I swear to God, I thought it was dog food. I'm like, no. I hope it's chips. <laughs> I know it's like ratchets. Candy bars. Something. Probably not that great. But he's getting rescued because there's suddenly light and it's like, yes. And I was really hoping it wasn't somebody that was trying to like scavenge him (laughs) because we don't know anything. We don't know how he got into it. And but he was rescued. But it turns out he's three million light years away from home and only a high end ship that's going to cost you a whole lot of money can get you back. And I'm just thinking, how does everybody speak English? (laughs) Right. <laughs> I'm glad they do, but yeah. there are babble fish in this universe right. that's translating. Or, yeah, there's got to be. <laughs> but it's so weird. And the guy who tells him, who is you know, ultimately super excited that this happened, and oh, look, yeah. you could have ended up anywhere. You ended up here. How cool is that? And Isaac's looking at him like, are you serious? Yeah. I'm three million miles from home. How would you feel if you were three million miles from home? Basically, you can't get back. It's like, what the actual? But he has another flashback to six months after that. And he's drunk off his ass celebrating the birth of his child because he still doesn't know if it's supposed to be a boy or girl because his wife never told him. I don't know if she knew at that point. Right. When they were talking. No. because But, you know, he's like throwing out different names. names. Right. I thought that was cute. I'm yeah. like, oh, let me see. Dirty. Yeah. You're like, no. no. Uh, and he's being really annoying, like, because you know he's kind of wallowing at the same time. Oh, absolutely. And the guy who told him where he was and how far away he is and basically working on this station is like minimum wage, not going to get you much money. No, just retirement. Right. He's like, but this is what you can do. I shouldn't tell you this. But scavenging, it's the only way to make enough money. Now, when he pulled him off, the other person on the the ship, the the port, wherever. Yeah, it was a ship. I was kind of wondering if nobody else knew where Isaac was supposed to be from. Because he looked like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Don't tell him. Well, you're from Earth. Nobody knows where that is. Right. So I was wondering if that was supposed to be a secret, too. Did you catch that at all? 
No, I really didn't. Okay. So maybe it was just me. Like I said, it could have just been because of the way the guy was like, oh my, or it could have just been the guy like, you know what, you're making a fool out of the shelf. Right. <laughs> and then we get one more flashback. Yeah. A flashback that I was surprised and I was upset about. Right. Because this is two days ago in port 223. This can't be good. No. <laughs> no. The second that popped up and you see Lazaro, I'm like, ah, oh, damn. Yeah. Isaac, what did you do? Lazaro had the picture of Isaac's wife. And I'm like, first of all, you know that's going to set him off. Oh, absolutely. Because it's like the only thing he has left of his wife. Yep. And he's just casually saying, you know, the only ones with intergalactic ships are the Republic. And all of a sudden, Isaac is like, wait. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I wasn't going to tell him everything, I don't think. Because first he mentions, well, we're going to Wix for her mother. Yeah, and at that point, Lazaro didn't show his hand, so no. Isaac still didn't know about her mom not being there. Right. Because Lazaro's about to leave, and then he's like, Loyola said something about a sheephead or something, and then he's like, this steer's ad, and all of a sudden Lazaro's like, wait, what? Yeah, he wasn't oh. even sure it was a real thing. Yeah, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, let's make a deal. I was like, oh, God, no. Like, the blood was rushing to my ears. I'm like, don't do it. Yes. Because Isaac's like, listen, I will get it for you. I will bring it to you. Alita, Amay, and her mom go free. And I get a trip home. And I'm thinking, okay, I get what he's doing. Right. Trying to make sure his friends are safe and he right. still gets home. But, but you can't he doesn't know. trust Lazard. Exactly. Right. (laughs) That's why I'm like, he knows nothing about Lazaro. No. And I don't know if that was on purpose or if Alita didn't know everything to just share that with Isaac. Like, this man is psycho. We have to be careful, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it also brings up the point that why didn't Isaac mention the stairs to Alita when he overheard half in the general talking about it? I know. That. Actually, that upset me. Right. That up, like the next episode, it's like, why haven't you said anything to her? Right. You had to have a moment where you can be like, something's not right. Right. And I think that would have changed a lot. But I mean, we're neither here nor there, so right. not much we can do with that. But what really? Uh, I don't know about you. I already have issues with my eyes, so I think I told you before. Right. Like. Any video of poking and touching, it's like, oh, uh, stop. So when Lazaro puts the tracker slash surveillance contact into Isaac's eye, I was like, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> you didn't wash your hands. hands first. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm cringing. You know? <laughs> like, oh, no, that's got to hurt. I don't know how he stood still. I'm assuming that was probably his hand, like doing it himself. Right. But still, it's like, oh, God, how did you do that? Because <laughs> that's weird. And then Lazaro's just going to leave. He's like, I have things I have to take care of. And this is when Isaac's like, no, we have to make this look as real as possible. And that's what goes back with Lazaro saying, oh, this is so much fun. Right. So he's beating More the fun crap. than I had in a week. And I'm just thinking, what the hell? I mean, at that point, you know, it's like, okay, you know why... Isaac was doing it. You can understand what Isaac's doing. Right. 
but you don't want it to happen. Yes. And I feel like if he had, had taken out his contact earlier, things would have gone like really bad because Lazaro probably would have just like come and attacked them or something. Right. But oh, God. And then it just gets worse as things are happening like oh, yeah. throughout the episode. But here's a little interesting side story. We have Planet Ariopa and the generals all meeting. And I love how they always said like a random troop guy. Well, what's going on? I'm like, yeah, yeah, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> I feel like they're all dead at that point. But it's like, yeah, this is what Lazaro was doing. And he kind of doesn't care. And at that point, they're like, you know what? We're done. We're revoking his title. And I want him brought here in chains or dead. I was surprised that they're like, or dead. I was like, oh, damn. Well, I- she had picked on that other admiral that he was the one who hired him. So. Oh, yeah. He's like, well, he started the revolution. It's like, yeah, well, that didn't work out so well. And then we have everything go wrong because we're on planet Wix, the desert planet. Yeah, and it looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> you have Isaac, who apparently had an ejector seat, even though he said, I told Alita that was a bad idea. And he gets <laughs> shot out of Winnie good or bad i'm like did something open <laughs> <It's> yeah. <laughs> a- so he looks pretty beat up and yeah he gets up and we see like something under the sand i was like oh my god what is this right this can't be good no because the ship's nowhere to be seen and we have some weird sandworm things kind of look like the ones from dune or from tremors it's like all i kept thinking though was dune i'm like is that a baby one are we gonna see like the big giant yeah the mama one <laughs> he does manage to retrieve his weapon which surprisingly was charged yeah shock he runs back to his seat and climbs up on it like that's really going to protect you well you know what he may have seen dune or Tremors, where it's like oh they can feel me walking i need to stand on something yeah <laughs> he shoots a snake and ugh, yellow goo and I find this next bit amusing because he starts walking and he finally, he gets to the top of a dune and he sees smoke from Winnie and he starts walking a little more and sees that cute orange alien bunny, which was not giant. No, it wasn't. (laughs) Just munching on something. And I had a very Doctor Who moment and anybody who's seen New Who might understand when Ten is yelling at a bunny, for instance. Yes. Because Isaac's yelling at the bunny and pulling the gun and he's like, you're going to turn it into something or you're going to throw something up. going to be disgusting. And he's like basically having a breakdown yelling at this bunny. Right. And I'm laughing. Yeah. Because like I said, all I can picture is Doctor Who and Ted. Oh, you're very clever. <laughs> and then Dengar shows up and he's like, no, it, that's what it does. That's what it looks like. And I'm uh, like, I'm not going to do anything. You're okay. Yeah. Put your weapon away. And he calms Isaac down enough to be like, okay, let's get back. And well, Isaac's down for the count. It's like, I don't know how Dengar got him back to the group. Exactly. Very good question. Because he is definitely in pretty rough shape. And well, the ship is in pretty rough shape too. Yeah. Because there's also shrapnel in Doug's leg. Yeah. That half has to help remove. And okay, so last episode when I said, Isaac was all beat to hell. Uh, I guess they don't have anything special to help heal them. 
I was wrong because a may pulls some spray out and it's pretty much closing up the wound. It's like, oh, not just Bactine, I guess. Right. <laughs> Help it a little more. Yeah. A little spray and a little wand and that wound is cauterized and healing up. And in a couple hours, he can put some weight on it. What? Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Like, wow, that's good. Yeah. Basically, everything's a quick fix to try to get them up and moving. So we do have Alita talking to Isaac and he's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Thanks to May. And yeah, we can get going because there's all of a sudden like a mission and he's weird here. But I thought it was just because he was kind of in shock. Right. And he's talking about Indiana Jones and Star Wars. And Alita is like, wait, which one is that? Is that? How does he get out of the temple, but can't get out of carbonite? And he's like, no, you're mixing up the two. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, apparently. Indiana Jones ride on movie night. So I'm like, okay, he Same must have just had a bunch of movies. movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he must have had a bunch of movies on his tablet is what yeah. it was. Yeah. And we have Winniebot, who's trying to tell them, okay, Clapfrock is bad. Dune Desert Snake's bad. Don't touch this. So basically avoid all indigenous life got it yeah except the bunnies <laughs> yeah they're okay they're but harmed. well almost yeah i don't believe it no it's like okay great it was interesting because alita had told isaac if you're not feeling up to it don't come right and of course he's coming but at that point we thought it was just out of loyalty and alita offers a may the same one she's like oh good because i didn't think i could go and alita does not have a good poker face. At least not in this moment. No, she's definitely hurt. Because her smile fades and she's like, oh, and Amaze like, oh, I'm just messing with you. She's like, oh, I knew that. It's like, yeah. no, you did it. No. <laughs> so it's like, great, let's go find the temple. This should be great, right? And Amaze sees some of the snake, like the vine kind of things. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do we do? Half is like, oh, we need to go really slow. And I'm thinking, really? Yeah. You're not going to notice? Any movement? I right. don't think so. And that's when the orange bunny shows up. Listen, bunny, this is not good. Now, Isaac is freaking out, like, stop, egg! And a maid's talking to him. I'm like, is she actually speaking to this bunny? Because it stops. Because she's like, shh. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do anything. And the bunny's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then it gets an it. Oh. And it becomes Thumper. Yeah, and it's scratching its ear, and I'm like, great. And then, well, it didn't fare so well. No. Because those vines, like, wrapped around it and squish. Yeah. And it's funny because, yeah, it's like, okay, I think we're done going slow. Run! (laughs) And Isaac's only one able to escape from all of these, like, vine snake things. And then we get the awesome episode 3d slow-mo freeze frames yeah those were yes i love that they keep doing this it's like god that has to be expensive but it's just cool thing as he's jumping around like slicing them free and i'm like this is the best thing ever and then we have again alita tending to a maze wound and it's like oh thanks and you have that moment it's like what are they doing stop I don't think anybody would be having a tender moment when you almost died. You know that the Republic's coming after you and your ship may be just not making it off this planet. Right. It just seems like they're putting these things in weird spots. Stop. Anyway, off we go again to try to get to the temple. And Dengar stops Alita 
and Isaac as Hath makes it to the top of a dune. Gets out these awesome binoculars yes. and lenses. <laughs> and you go, holy crap, how do you get your two eyes to look out the last two? <laughs> right, it's like you have to like hit buttons, do different things. What is it? Yeah, rotate the outsides to the insides or something. Yeah, maybe. So Amei ends up coming up to Alita and Isaac, and they're kind of standing there, and you see Dengar and, was it Krob or Doug? Yeah, Isaac calls him Doug, so that's what I oh. use. <laughs> Joining Hath, and next thing you know, Dengar is, like, having a fit. Yeah, and you go, what the hell? It's like, what is going on? Well, Alita ends up going up there to join Hath, and sees the temple. It's like, wait, where's the guards? Why is the temple, like, basically buried? What's going on? Yeah. And then Hath decides to come clean. Yeah. The first betrayal of the episode. Yes. Uh, your mother's dead. And she wasn't here. What the hell? Yeah. She instantly turns on Isaac. And she's like, did you know? And Isaac's like, whoa. Hey, hold on a minute. <laughs> I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> and Hath's like, no, none of them knew. But the steer's Ed is in the temple. And it's your birthright, and we need this, and you need to do this. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. I love the way <laughs> May goes after him. <laughs> and then later on says, should I have used balls? So it's like, and I'm not sorry I said it. So Lita goes off. She can't exactly storm off anywhere. No. Because it's a dune. Yeah. <laughs> so she sits down, and May goes to talk to her. And Isaac is like, let me try this. Yeah. So he goes and talks to her and convinces her to go in after the steer's head. Because, well, if your mom is dead and always was, maybe there's something else that we can do. Yeah. And this, this it's a mission. actually protect her for the rest of her life. Right. And it's like, oh, they're bonding. Like, really? When he's like, we're with you, no matter what, we're here with you. And I'm thinking... This is great, but why was he acting weird? Because he kept acting weird. Like, you should leave me now when this is over. Right. It's like, what is going on? So I'm thinking, okay, Isaac is just feeling horrible about everything that's going on. So they're like, let's just do this mission. See what else is in there that we can take, right? And when they're headed in, they're told, oh, yeah, by the way, when we get the steers at and it's activated, the whole place is going to crumble. So there's that. Yeah. Remember your Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, great. Is it going to be a giant boulder coming to? Yeah. Booby trap. Well, they make it in the temple and they're like, there's only one chamber. There's nowhere to go. What the hell? And Alita remembers the story from her mother. And this is the one that I have to tell you, I think it's one of the only times I've seen something like this done. And I'm like, it's about damn time. Because the chamber will only reveal itself with to one of royal blood. So Alita figures out this race circle in the middle of the room. Okay, she cuts her hand, but she doesn't slice it and it just no, comes pouring yeah, out. Right, yeah. This has been like a huge thing. And yes. I know we've talked about this in yes. other shows. Thousands of times. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, at least kudos think, to Jim for that one. Is Right. <laughs> he got it right. Yes, it's like, oh, it's just a little cut because you just need a little blood. Thank yeah. you. Not like, I'm going to slice my hand or strip it everywhere. Yeah, that'll help later. But hey, guess what? The glyphs now light up and turn green and oh, it opens the door. So great. They're on the way. So we have Hat, Doug, Dengar, 
and Alita inside because Isaac and Amay are still outside, I guess, keeping watch, hoping nobody comes. I mean, I don't know. Maybe just because they're not loyalists that there's something about the temple that wouldn't let them in. I don't know. Well, that's when Isaac starts acting a little bit more funny and, yeah. you know, Amay's like, Alita's probably going to need some time after this. He's like, yeah, she's going to be better off without me. And Amay's like, no, no, we're a team, we're family. He's like, no. And I just kept feeling like, all right, he's found something. Maybe he figured out something or Lazaro let something slip because we didn't know what was going on at that point. No, we didn't. And I kept thinking maybe something slipped that the stairs had can get him back to Earth. Right. And I'm like, oh, if he takes it so he can get back. Again, you don't want to tap him, but you know you can understand that. Right. But again, speculation through most of this episode. Go back into the temple. They're down at the chamber with this weird chair-ish thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like. It's enough space for your head and convenient leg straps and arm straps. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, that looks super comfy. Yeah. And Alita's about to step in and half stops her. And I'm like, okay, are you finally coming to your senses? It's like, no, don't do it because you could die. But then Denker's like, I'll do it because that's why I'm here. Wow. Yeah. Half, come on. You should have said something because apparently if you're not royal blood, it don't like you. Although, (laughs) seriously, watching it, I'm like, all it did was make like a snow angel kind of thing. How did it rip off his arms and legs? (laughs) It's like, what the hell? He's not Gumby. You can't stretch him forever. I guess. Maybe they're not as limber. Then Elida's like, all right, you know what? Nobody else is dying. I'm getting in. And hey, look at what happened. The steer's head comes up and Alita grabs it. And yeah, the temple starts to kind of shake a little bit. Yep. But I was wondering, because nobody else tried to grab it, Hath didn't try, would nobody else have been able to actually take the gem? From what I can tell, anybody could have. Okay. Because what we see at the end. Now, of course... I don't think they had gloves on and Lazaro did. Oh, like I didn't even think about that. Yeah. If the stone does know who is of royal blood, then you would think that gloves don't matter. (laughs) I don't know. Because as they're running out, Hath is like, I have to tell you one more thing about the jewel. Well, maybe you should have said something on the way in. I don't know. Anything. Exactly. Because she's like, now's not the time. We need to get the hell out. And, of course, when they get to the chamber, there's Isaac and Amay and a ton of Republic guards. And the area there has not started to shake and crumble yet. And then you have Alita trying to use the gem very badly. Yes. I thought she was going to poop. And she's like, it's like, what are you doing? And I thought that was really funny because Lazaro was like, you really did keep her in the dark, didn't you? And half at least had the decency to look embarrassed. Right. And I'm like thinking, was it in one of the stories she was supposed to have learned or what's the deal? But Lazaro seems really amused by all of it. Oh, yeah. He's having a grand old time. Right. Yeah. I'm going to kill a May if you don't hand it over. And of course, she's going to hand it over, even though May's like, don't do it. Right. But half isn't like, you need this other piece. (laughs) Give it up, man. Tell her something. But it gets worse. Yeah. Because she gives him the jewel to save him a, and then Lazaro decides, you know what? I need to screw this up even more. I couldn't have done this without you. 
Yeah. I honestly thought he was going to say Hath. Right. Because then I'm thinking, okay, wait, going back, it was Hath inside the like the palace, and he Lazaro was outside. Oh my gosh, no. Yeah. He drops it all about Isaac, and Isaac's like, I didn't know this isn't how it was supposed to happen. You right. were supposed to get your mom. I was going to go home, and that's when. I'm like, oh, she's not gonna, she's gonna li- lose it and like kill everybody or something. Yeah. <laughs> and Lazaro's like, yeah, I need the conduit too. Just hand it over because I know you got it, half. And I'm really, really wishing half didn't have whatever. Like maybe it was back on the planet and right. one of the other loyalists had it or, or the blue lady, something. Yeah, it should have been anything. Yeah, kept far away from the stone until they actually got safe. Yeah. But no. No. But he does try to attack Lazaro with a hidden knife. Apparently, he's not a great a fighter as he thought he was. Yeah. And then, hey, firefight, big prize. A bunch of the Republic guards are not making it out. No. But Lazaro does, of course. Of course. And unfortunately, Doug gets killed as Hath gets Alita and Isaac away. And they're like, Amay, you got to come now. And she's upset that Doug is laying there. Right. So she comes along. Hath knows the second exit. How do you know about a second exit, Hath? Right. Yeah, there's so much he didn't tell Alita. No, I'm not digging like any of this. And I feel like, yeah, okay, they killed him off, which I kind of felt like, oh, justice. But at the same time, he has so much he needs to tell her. Right. Oh, I was and so upset with that. The end was just not enough. <laughs> no. Lazaro, of course, when he comes out, is surrounded by troops to arrest him. Except he puts the stone in the conduit and nobody is stopping him. Why is nobody shooting him? Right. <laughs> they could have just said stop and shot him and it would have been done. He would have dropped it. They could have retrieved it. Nobody would have known what the hell was going on. Right. But again, that would have cut the story short, right? Of course. So he puts the stone in the conduit, places it on his neck and tells all the troops to stop. And they instantly stop moving. Yeah. Immediately come to attention. You go, oh crap this thing does work yeah this is bad and we got the looney tune with it right his neck oh <laughs> this is gonna be so bad and as he starts walking off they all follow him i'm like okay he didn't give an order no again something that i'm like okay does he not have to actually say it now but yeah that doesn't make sense to me if it is only royal blood but i guess they never said only royal blood can use it right so Apparently not Unless there's something about Lazaro we don't know. Yeah, that's a possibility as well. I mean, that was still a theory I had from the first episode. Right. So maybe something's going to come of that. Back in the temple, they're trying to get out, and Alita stops Hath to wait for May and Isaac. And he pushes her forward as a section collapses on him of very large stones. And, of course, they're trying to free him. And Hath is like, get her out. And Alita and Isaac were still trying to free him. but. They go. They get Alita out because that's still, I guess, the mission. Right. And they make it out right as they see Lazaro. Well, they don't see him, but they see a ship taking off. I'm assuming it's the ship that was there with all the guards. Right. So I'm thinking, okay, that means Lazaro's ship is there somewhere, right? Right. So bonus somewhere. And we see Isaac take the tracker out of his eye and he's like, this was horrible. I never meant to do this. Blah, blah, blah. I just wish Alita would shoot me. And Amay's like, yeah, give her time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, Amay, the only friend Alita has right now. And will Alita trust Amay now? 
because she turns around, Alita looks at Isaac and is like, we're done for good. And I'm thinking, okay, don't leave him there. Right. I mean, I know you're pissed, but don't leave him on a desert planet. Right. And at the same time, I'm like, I would probably leave him there. You're really torn because it's like everybody who is with her, who she believed in, had lied to her. So I'm wondering what this is going to mean for May. Right. And that's like, it kind of hurts my heart thinking about that. Yeah, Alita did not have a good episode, and I'm not sure how she's going to recover from this. I think that it's going to take a May, basically recapping everything that Isaac has done of late to save her. Because, yeah, the snakes could have drug her under because he got away and he was starting to run. And when he turned around to see if anybody else was coming... He stopped and saw them all being dragged away. So he went and and the first person he saved was Alita. Right. So, yeah, I I can see him somehow coming back or at least an uneasy alliance. Right. But we're only halfway through the season. Yeah. Now it's to get the stairs ad away from Lazaro. Right. And we already know he's going to go kill all the generals or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. So He's taking over everything. Yeah, absolute power, which he was already corrupted, so yeah. this isn't going to be good. No. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you guys think about this episode and the series so far? Let us know. Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Check out the website while you're there. See what's going on. And there's also a contact page, which has a ton of ways for you to contact us. With the time change of the show, I don't know how often we're going to be tweeting, unfortunately. Right try but it is what it is so while you're at it try to tag us if we're on we'll definitely be answering or at the very least answer you unfortunately after the fact right while you're on the interwebs if you can also rate and review us on itunes and every other platform you find us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us tell your friends about the show because this is a really good show we want this to take off and get a much better time slot than they put it in yes absolutely it's just, it's more fun. Episode. Yeah. And of course, we hope you're enjoying the podcast. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Sure, you're all cute now, and then your face is going to open up revealing a million sharp freaking teeth. And until next time.